Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and for this episode, joining me is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Um, and on this quick shot of romance, we are reviewing Temptation by Jenna Hartley. I feel like I kind of strong-armed you <laughs> into reading this yeah. with me. It was already on my TBR, and I think I actually had it on my Kindle already, so when you said it, I was like, done i'll just move it to the top of the list it just can go to the top <laughs> i am so excited to talk about this book because one of my favorite silver fox characters is jenna hartley's unpredictable harrison which is part of her la series i love that book so much i think i don't know if i was the one who did a quick shot on it. i think at some point we did but that's the one where the heroine um had lost her ex in the tsunami yeah mm-hmm I really love that book. Actually, that book is like one of the, actually, that's the first book I read by Jenna Hartley. And I, like, she's one of the few authors where like every single book I've read by her after that book has met the standard she set with the first. Yeah. She's definitely an author that I've enjoyed. So she was one of the first authors that ever reached out to me and asked me to read an arc. Um, and she was one of those authors that as I read, started with her love in LA and I kind of skipped over the small town. I need to go back and read it. Um, but all of her LA books and then moving into this new series that she's dropping, you see her growth as an author and she's just, I love her books. And I think she's just one of those quiet lurking authors that more people need to talk about. Yeah, and you know, her Small Town series is actually the first, one of the best books that I read this year is in that series. Um, It's the second one. I can't remember what month I read it. Um, A Love Like No Other. It was the first, one of the first books I read this year that got it, it, there's no book that's got that high of a rating for me and the the hero in that one is moonlighting as a romance author nice no, it's really good um but yeah like she she doesn't have a huge backlist but every single book I've read by her I loved so not to spoil anything but I love temptation <laughs> well let's talk about it so we're reviewing temptation by Jenna Hartley you can find the synopsis linked in our on-the-shelf show notes uh, at buzzingaboutromance.com. Book stats for this one, release date is April 28th of 2023. Uh, Tropes, this is a forbidden ex's dad, age gap, sports romance, billionaire, and we are tagging this with our after sports trope um, because uh, that just helps us keep track if we ever go back and do another after sports episode um this is also close proximity Mm -hmm. and boss employee yeah there's a lot and a lot of tropes in this book but a lot of them are more like situational versus like the book it doesn't feel stuffed even though there's a lot of tropes it doesn't feel like it's too much it didn't feel overly troped or that the author it does not feel like the author is writing to audience to try to, you know, latch on to somebody that's all for forbidden or all for age gap. It really just felt like a natural part of the story to have this many different tropes in it. 
Yeah, and the forbidden element is kind of like the conflict because of the age gap element. And like that that felt fit really nicely into the story. And I really love the way that she handled the conflict in this. It was like you knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. So put out percentage on this is 29%. Um, a new thing that we are adding to Quick Shots of Romance is if whether or not there is a third act breakup, we have found over the course of the last couple months, many of our listeners would like books sometimes that don't have third act breakups. So we're not going to spoil anything. We'll just tell you a yes or a no. So yes, this does have a third act breakup, but this needed it. It did. I think they needed I don't see it. How else you could have resolved it? No. There's some big things in play in this book too, but let's talk about the setup. Our heroine's name is Kindle, and our hero's name is Knox Crawford. Um, and the setup for the two of them is Kendall's story was really deep and in depth, and I just, but it wasn't overly complicated. No. So she, um, at the start of the book, she is with her mother who is in the midst of cancer treatments. And Jenna said very clearly, we did a live with her back on the release. And she was very clear to say, mom gets her own HEA. You don't have to worry. There's no like death of parent or anything like that. Um, but Kendall's mom has cancer and we learn very quickly that Kendall was supposed to be leaving Los Angeles and moving to New York because she got a job as an interpreter for the UN. Which is her dream. So her career is very different in that it's nuanced. She is a um, linguist and she has degrees in French and Spanish. So she does tutoring and her job, like her dream job is to live somewhere where she can use both of the, both of those languages. So her plan had been up until her mom's diagnosis to leave LA for her dreams. Yeah. And, and in doing that in preparation, in preparation of moving to New York, she broke up with her boyfriend, Jude. Who's Knox's son. Who is Knox's son. Um, so let's talk about our hero, Knox. Um, because Shamwell, first of all, we talked about him in our daddy episode. He is a zaddy. He is the sexy older man that is so accomplished and he is yummy. I loved him. I love the dynamics and the chemistry and the tension, the way they build that tension between the two. And like you knew, you knew they weren't going to be able to resist, obviously, because it's a romance book. But <laughs> like... <laughs> I so it, they they thought that it was gonna start as a one night stand, and well, yeah. That so <laughs> Kendall is she gets a job through the Hartwell Agency, and if you have read any of Jenna's past books, the Hartwell Agency pull is in the Eleven LA series, and it's also in the Small Town series, and this is an agency that places kind of girl Fridays, nannies, um, staff, like temporary type staff to help rich people. And in this book, the Hartwell Agency has placed Kindle in the temporary position of um, house sitter 
while a new construction is being finished and she's there just to let delivery guys in and um, make sure nobody runs off with the china, right? Yeah, but she's become friends with everybody. She's really <laughs> friendly. Yeah, you know what? I didn't think about that. She's a really friendly character um, and everybody likes her. Yeah, she's really sweet. Like she's a, she's just like, the typical American sweetheart type character. And she, like they say it a couple times in the book, like she's living in LA and like the kind of person she is, it's like small town meets LA, even though she's birthed from a mother who was a supermodel. Her mom was a model um, in her younger days. And it's just like, like very early in the book, like, I don't know how I wound up with such a good girl for a daughter. Like you have not had <laughs> any kind of wild escapades. And um, well, that takes me to the um, the forward in the book, the dedication in the book that Jenna puts in there is this book is for the good girls who sometimes need to rebel. And I loved that. Um, yeah, because Kindle is a rule follower. She never wants to be a problem. She never wants to be a burden. She only wants to be a help. And that's some of this conflict with being this attraction to Knox, who is her ex's dad. Yeah, and she doesn't want to hurt anybody either. That's a big thing that she struggles with throughout the story is like, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't, you know, I'm. she's very concerned about other people's feelings and other people's opinions. And then Emmy, her... <laughs> Her best friend, best friend, Emmy, is so fantastic because talk about a friend who is just giving her tough love from day one. Like her mom is giving her a very gentle form of tough love. Like, let me nudge you in the right direction. But Emmy is like, girl, you are in a problem situation here. Like you need to let your hair down and live your life. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's talk about Knox a little bit. So he is the billionaire. He's the oldest of this group of cousins slash brothers. The brother cousins is what I've been referring to them as. Um, and he actually, his money is inherited from his grandfather who owned a chain of luxury hotels. But Knox does not run the hotels. His cousin Graham runs the hotels. Um, Knox instead is the owner of the LA Leatherback, which is the pro soccer team. And we actually get glimpses of Knox in the last book in the Love in LA series. Like he makes an appearance. <laughs> I just love how her world just kind of connects, but very, very loosely. I love it when authors do that. It's like my favorite form of fan service. Like I, I don't love it when they give us the next gen. I much rather prefer it. Like give me an adjacent series where I get little sprinklings of the characters I love. I don't need like a whole book with their children. I just need yeah, <laughs> a little taste. <laughs> and Knox is, he's not really a rebellious guy either. And he isn't the steam over you billionaire. He's not pushing Kindle. He has been attracted to her before he even knew that she was dating his son because they had had a chance meeting before the son kind of showed up to introduce her. He is very attracted, but also he's kind of dumb because he acts like there's this scene on the boat on a on his luxury yacht and his cousin brothers are there and his son Jude is there. 
and they everybody but Kendall and Knox go on shore for a nightclub. And they think they're not going to get caught. That is kind of a dumb moment. But I love what she did with Knox because, like, to me, Knox reads like Kendall in 20 years. Like, what would happen to Kendall if she checked all of her boxes and never prioritized love? Or, and like, Knox has very much done that because he owns the team. He's been wildly successful. He has great family relationships, really close with his son. Um, he's got everything he could ever want, but you do find out pretty early on that like he, his life didn't go the way that he thought it would. Like he got married really young. Um, he had one kid, the pregnancy, like Jude, Jude's mom, her pregnancy was really rough. So she didn't want to have more kids. So he kind of had made some decisions about his life. Like the, these ships had sailed for him. <laughs> And, but yet he wasn't feeling super fulfilled in his life. Like he was just kind of feeling like bland with all of this greatness he built. Like he just, he said many times in the book, like he just wanted someone to share it with that he was in fact lonely. And like Jude and his conversation center around that a lot is like, I don't want you to be alone. Like mom's married, moved, married and moved on. Like you should find somebody. Don't know that it went the way Jude expected. <laughs> Well, and I think so, you know, of course, the conflict in this book is not just the age gap, but it is the fact that Kendall is Jude's ex. And it wasn't her mom that had the problem. It was because, of course, they sneak around. They aren't forthcoming with their relationship. And I think that the way that Jenna Hartley wrote Jude and his reaction felt very natural and real and I think many of us in the same kind of situation would have reacted similarly yeah it's very much like this is my toy you cannot have it like yeah. what are you doing with my toy it was mine <laughs> it was very very uh explosive and yeah I like the way she handled it too and like the biggest thing about it was like the I don't want to give anything away but like the way she showed how much he cared about her well and Knox didn't just have to grovel to Kendall he had to grovel to Jude to set things right and it just was really really well done it was it was and I like um there's some really intense moments at the end where like they have to grapple with the fact that even though like they love each other but you know, you, when you're 20 years age gap difference, you're in two totally different stages of life at that point. Yeah. And there's really big things that they want or don't want in the relationship and the way that they deal with those and overcome those, I thought was really realistic as well. Um, so I want to spend a little bit of time on Emerson with her and Kendall's relationship, um, because this is, we've got an upcoming episode that we're going to talk about girl gangs. And they are the start of their own little girl gang. And I they love are. them. When they go peeking, before they know who the owner of the house that Kendall is sitting for, they go peeking through his closet. And <laughs> I love that. And <laughs> Emerson's like, I'm going to try this shirt on. And <laughs> Kendall is like, no, what are you doing? People are particular. Like they don't even want you disturbing the vacuum cleaner lines in the carpet. Like you cannot wear his clothes. 
<laughs> and this they don't know it's Knox's house yet. <laughs> they don't. Um, and when I did do my live with uh, Jenna, she did share that the next book is Emerson's book. With Nate? With Nate, who's a movie star and a single dad, and Emerson is a nanny. And apparently her closet peeking gets her in trouble. <laughs> but it made me think about, so sometimes in romance, I want those moments where the heroine searches through the medicine cabinet. Yes, it's so real. Like, I mean, I like I'd expect people to go through that stuff. Like, yeah. you don't know, like people come to your house, they go to the bathroom, they need stuff or people are just curious and nosy. And me, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> I love those like real kind of relatable moments. Yeah. And I think it's not something that we get often in romance. We don't, you know, the girl goes into, you know, the guy's bathroom after they've had sex sometimes and nobody peeks in a drawer in a closet or in a nightstand drawer. Like I am nosy. I'm looking. If your back is turned, I'm looking. And I loved that Jenna wrote this for Emerson and Kendall because Later on, don't they go through his desk, too? I can't remember, but... Something happens with the... I mean, they had sex on the desk. They, yeah, they do. They throw his stuff all over the place and leave it in complete disarray. Yes. <laughs> it was hot. Um, <laughs> I just really liked this book. Um, I really enjoyed the story. It was fast. It was such a fast read. Yeah, I I think like Jenna Hartley, one of the things that I always loved about her is like her books read like an edgier version of Melanie Harlow or like there's a lot of like those elements that you love and like really well small town written books, but she always has like some kind of forbidden or really challenging component to it that's like fairly unique to her stories and I always really connect with her characters, even though like a lot of these situations are like usually age gaps, 20 year age gaps with an ex's dad. I would not read that, but Jenna Hartley writes it. No problem. <laughs> well, and it's kind of one of those situations. If you're looking for that blend of the forbidden, the taboo, like, you know, the really kind of edgier dark, but you also have read everything that's um, Melanie Harlow and a little bit on the softer side Jenna does kind of fill that space. I think she is very similar to Adriana Locke in that respect, that there's a little bit of edge, um, a little bit of naughtiness, but not so over the top that you've tumbled into the gray. Yeah. So anyway, I really liked this book. I'm glad you read it and liked it too. I loved it. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, if you have a title you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBR. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thank you. It was so fun. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.